2: Dive in with code WinGeeks15 to save 15% off your first
1: order at Toink.com. Forgive the interruption, but I believe this requires your attention.
0: Meanwhile, at the above-ground underwater suborbital volcano
1: lair. Sergeant, we need a response team. We're already putting together the best move. With all due respect, sir, so am I. I have a plan. <laughs> <laughs>
0: My team, Marvel Geeks. That's what we call ourselves. Sort of like a team. Team? No,
1: no, no. We're a chemical mixture that makes chaos. We're. We're a time bomb.
0: Well, then, son, you've got a condition. Your show about all things Marvel. With Mike, Kylan, and Eric.
1: What a bunch of losers. I am crew. That I did know. These people may be isolated unbalanced, even. But I believe with the right push, be exactly
0: what you need. i I'm bringing the party to you.
1: I have indeed been uploaded, gentlemen, online and ready. And welcome to another issue of Mighty Marvel Geeks. It is the intrepid trio. Went with the wrong name. <laughs> wouldn't have been did the first you, time. Well, it wouldn't have been the first so time. Well. Hey, I caught myself. You did.
0: You did. You yeah. um,
1: did. Soft clap. The, the, the voices you're hearing are that of us, the intrepid trio, Kylan, Eric, and myself, Mike. How you guys doing? These are?
0: voices, these voices, are not the ones inside your head. No. Even if you're wearing headphones, because we're just <laughs> right. Don't
1: confuse them. Yeah. Sorry. Well, right, I'm gonna double check something. here. Is this a mic check? No, I'm here. I'm- okay. Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Thank you for pressing the self-destruct button. Have a nice day.
1: Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Uh, Thursday, we're We are not going through that again. You sure about that? You you already hit us on four hundred four. Uh, uh-uh. we didn't even realize it when we recorded last week's episode that Thursday did a takeover Shoot. and
0: quite a takeover. You see in what you see, and this is this is the thing. You know, AI chat is is the the topic du jour of conversation around higher academics right now, higher ed. And really all they had to do, you know, these, these people in fancy suits and caps and gowns and whatever's all they got to do is just listen to us and hear Thursday when she gets on a tear.
1: The Thursday, um, no more shenanigans about self-destruct.
0: Just kidding. Thank you. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Did y'all actually listen to that 404? I didn't even know about it. Until it was out. Oh yeah, I heard. I, I listened to it a few Once times. Alerted it to us. Yes, I took a listen. And if, if there was an issue for her to take advantage of, it was it was the right issue? Yes. Well played Thursday, but uh, thankfully we're not doing an issue four hundred four anymore because it's gone past. So Thursday, what do you have to say for yourself? Yum 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 yum. Not even. I'm sorry. Love means never having to say you're
0: sorry. Are you sure about that? Or is that just a lack of (laughs) self-inventory? Who
1: who knows? Um, Check out the homepage, MightyMarvelGeeks.net. Supporting it supports us, because you can check out our affiliates like Biddy Boomers. Use code WeBeGeeks for 15% off your purchase there. Or like you heard in the pre-show, Use code WinGeeks 15 for 15% off your purchase at Toink.com where you too can get your Mighty Marvel Ge- Geeks Pick of the Week that has been picked this week by Eric. Yes, it has. And when
0: I saw this, I was just kind of like, yeah. this is one of the things where you just, it. it's one of those th- that you would see some store put close to the checkout aisle because this is clearly an impulse buy. Well, at least it is for me. Your mileage may vary. It is the Marvel Studios Tesseract Cube 6-inch color-changing LED mood light replica. Oh, cool. You, too, can wield your own infinity stone. Hold unlimited power in your hand with this mood light replica of the Tesseract Cube. Okay. Nice. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. I, I, I can read more about it because they do have more info about it. If you Impressive. want Impressive. Well, there you go, you know, because, you know, I can't say enough good things about this thing, at least, you know, enough good things as far as they've put up here. Uh, Impressive prop replica modeled after the Tesseract Cube that was first introduced in Captain America the First Avenger, a faithful reproduction of the Space Stone's original appearance. Color shifts just like the actual cube that serves as the vessel for the space stone. The convenient 15-minute auto shutoff feature makes it a great nightlight for superheroes of all ages. Uh, while it does not contain the space stone, this desk light does emit a powerful glow, operates via three AA batteries, which of course are not included, with an energy-efficient LED bub that lasts for years of adventures. Um. Uh, Open a portal to New Adventure with this officially licensed Tesseract Cube. Moodlight looks incredible on the desks, offices, bedrooms, and collectible shelves of Marvel fans ages 6 and up. Gentlemen, I need you both to verify that you are at 6 and up.
1: Um, um Depends on who you ask, but yeah. I'm asking you, not your wife. Fortunately for me, in multiple ways, yes, I am over 6. Okay, good because Age-wise, I'm 52. Disney age-wise, I'm 25 as of today, as of recording. Congratulations, sir. Congratulations.
0: Quarter century, slaving away at the
1: house of mouse. Yep. And uh, got asked what type of cake I wanted, and they made it for today. Chocolate chip brownie with cream cheese frosting. Ooh. Mercy. Um, Ah. I did a sugar check before I ate my piece. I was at 91. My glucose was at 91. Hmm. An hour afterwards, 165. That'll happen. Brought some home. And so he's going, this is a sugar rush. My legs are shaking. My arms are shaking. <laughs> that that happened, sweetheart. So,
0: yeah, it was good. I, I would, I'd, I'd be tempted to go with like Norwegian school bread because it's been years, literal years. i I just say a decade or more since I've had it?
1: Well, well you, I did the, I did the, the brownie because typically, um, listen Melissa and Zoe for my birthday to uh chocolate chip brownie typically with cream cheese frosting for my birthday. Okay. I'm like, you know, this is a one of those scenarios where it's a special celebration. Yes, this is what I And I'll do it again in five years on my thirtieth. Oh there you go. When they ask and be uh yeah. you did it once before you can do it again. Chocolate chip brownie, no nuts, cream cheese frosting.
0: <laughs> that way when
1: I bring it home, I don't kill the wife because who has a nut but That's important. We don't want to do that. So yeah. Uh, But apparently, one of the local grocery stores will do a custom brownie and do it sheet cake size. Holy sheet cake. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it was a lot. (laughs) It was heavy. (laughs) It really was. So so the Tesseract mood light sounds so awesome. That would be something I think I may want to add to my computer desk setup for the podcast studio. Well, there you go. Even though most of my theme for it is Star Wars, who's to say a Tesseract doesn't exist in the Star Wars universe either?
0: Well, it could just be like a jumbo
1: kyber crystal or something. There you go. Could be bad. A prototype. (sighs) Yes. So uh, speaking of prototypes and such, uh, this is not a prototype. Lego announced some new stuff that's coming out. And uh, we could talk about this, the first part, because, well, they have been introduced in the comics uh, through Marvel. They have made their appearances in the comics. Um, Some new helmets coming out from Lego. Uh, First three are from the Star Wars side of things. There is the Star Wars Captain Rex helmet, uh, 854 pieces. It is the, the biggest set in the Star Wars helmet collection uh up next is the star wars clone commander cody it is also a large set coming in at 766 pieces and then the next one princess leia bush helmet uh which is the helmet she wore while impersonating the bounty hunter yeah. bush uh mm-hmm. and it comes with 670 pieces and with an accessory as well just like the mm-hmm. other two. Uh, but also coming in the Marvel realm, pl- uh, weighing in at 602 pieces, Star Lord's helmet. This star, oh. the Star Lord the helmet, looks fantastic. Yes, I, me personally, of all the the Lego. Star Wars helmet kits. I want Luke's X wing helmet Mm -hmm. because they haven't done an Adapt pilot yet. But now I want Star Lord's helmet because well, I have an X wing helmet that I got from the parks that's sold in the parks. Yeah, they sell Star Lord's helmet in the parks. How cool would not would it be to not only have the actual cosplay helmets but Mm -hmm. to have the Lego versions as well? That would be Mm -hmm. cool. And and I'm going to be honest.
0: I know that the the helmets are popular but the Star-Lord helmet is really the first one that I have seen that I would actually want to get for myself.
1: Yeah. Uh, Of the previous Marvel sets, there's been what? Iron Man? Mm -hmm. I I don't count Black Panther because Black Panther is more of a bust than the helmet. Yes. It with the the gloves as well. Um, Yeah. Right. I'm trying to remember who else has come out um, in the Marvel set. Like I said, I mean the others have been cool from Star Wars. Right. The only one that really, and and Derek over on Weeby Geeks has the majority of them. Uh, the only one that has true interest to me is is Luke's helmet. I mean Vader's is okay. The stormtroopers are okay but until they do an AT-AT driver.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, let me have a Luke's helmet. And I think by doing Luke's helmet, then you could eventually just change up the design or even make it decouse and you can do other helmets yeah. like Biggs, Wedge, yeah. um, Gold Leader, Red Leader.
0: Okay. Oh, it, it, okay, just just as an aside, it w- I, it was earlier this week that I saw a thing on, on social media about the actor William Hookins. He played Porkins uh-huh. in in the first Star Wars movie. Red Six. Yes he also played one of the government agents in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Uh And he was Lieutenant Eckhart in the first Michael Keaton Batman movie. Ah, that's
1: right. right. Eckhart. You are my number one guy. (laughs) Um, (laughs) other, other current Lego Marvel helmets. There's venom and carnage. Okay. I, I never, Really, i've never really
0: cared much for
1: carnage no it 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 just
0: he just seems like a um, he, he he strikes me as a venom wannabe
1: yeah but yeah yeah i mean a lot all of them do after, it, it, it seemed like, okay, Venom's going to be potentially a good guy and a bad guy, so we got to have a villain for him, and it's going to be Carnage, and oh, because even though he's a symbiote, we're going to now make that symbiote red.
0: Yeah, And then, right. you,
1: ha- then you have Scream, and then you have a few others. I'm like, cool that you're doing this whole symbiote universe, but I, I, I think it's it's too much. Right. It, it's, it's absolutely too much. Well,
2: you know the thing is, though, so, I mean, for the longest time, it was just Venom, but at, at least it felt like for for several years we just got Venom, and then it went from then you then you know we got then we had Venom and Carnage, and then all of a sudden all the symbiotes. Yeah. So again, and uh, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. It was and that's sort of like what's happened with the Spider Verse too. Like you know, it was just Spider-Man and then now we have an entire like the sp- no, Spider-Verse which, it, it's grown on me but it was it, it was something
1: that was kind of yeah, uh, like
2: I mean you how I many people get bitten by a spider, you know?
1: I mean there, there's there's a few good additions. I mean Spider-Man, okay? Obviously, the original. Uh, mm-hmm. Miles Morales. Right. Good choice. I'm I'm okay with yeah. that. Um Spider-Gwen, especially after they opened up the Spider-Verse. This allows a yes. Gwen Stacy to come back. Plus right. I say that because it's one of Zoe's favorites. Um, but then you get into Spider Punk, Scarlet Spider, uh 2099. Now I dig Spider-Man Norwa, but I like that whole Norwa universe anyway. Right. That whole timeline, whatnot. Yeah. I I, well, I just think that's cool that hey, here's what happened if the Marvel universe took place during the twenties
0: and thirties. Yes, I don't. I don't mind at all. The 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 Spider Verse concept, where it's all like multiverse, you know, different variations, different variants. I guess I, I should be using that word. Thanks, Loki. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's not the whole Spider Verse thing was not exactly something new, uh, even for Marvel, because Captain Britain had been doing it for years. Before the Spider-Verse. Right. Right. Because uh, if you remember back in, oh, Lord, Excalibur was was all about the different variations of Captain Britain. That's like, true. Yes, yes. You had the Nazi Captain Britain who was in charge of the Lightning Squad, which was basically the, the Nazi universe's Excalibur. Uh, you had in one... In, And just the whole cross-time caper, you saw like a different version of Captain Britain in just about every issue, including the one where that world, that universe is Captain Britain was Megan, who assumed the title after her Brian was killed off. It was a post-apocalyptic London, which and I just remember this was this is probably one of the most powerful sequences to me. Just. To have taken place in less than a full page. Right. I mean, it's only just a few panels where it's a very bleak landscape, very little to see, very, very barren. And she said that the people of her world thought if it was just the superheroes waging war on each other, the little people would kind of get, you know, overlooked. Well, that, of mm-hmm. course, is not, not the case uh she said london fared better than most new york was a crater 5 miles across because doctor doom used an anti matter bomb to take out both the avengers and the fantastic four at once that wow. just just that whole just that whole tone in just a few panels it it was it was very powerful to me
1: yeah Hmm. Yeah, mm. it, it, it's, mm. like i said you know for me it's it's not the I don't dislike the Spider-Verse because we have gotten some great, well, we got Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse and then we got this, the sequel coming up that look amazing and are, are right. being done well. I'm just, the, the, whole, the whole thing behind the symbiotes beyond Venom just yeah. didn't make sense on why it was truly necessary. Why mm-hmm. did we need to go Carnage? Why did we need to go Scream? Why do we need to go? You know, a few of the others. What was the point? Un- unless oh, it's you it's go ahead there. Sorry. Dicing
0: where the real it's movie f- money
1: from the movie is made. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, the- but on as much as we criticize the comic sold and yeah. the spider fans really took to it, which, I is, mean, which is fine. It, That's what it's designed there's for. You an- there's your answer. If, if, the
0: fans are wanting more symbiotes. You give them more symbiotes.
1: Right. I, I'm a spider and fan criticize, we but it's
0: because we love the, we,
1: we, we love Marvel. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm a, I'm a spider fan. I just, to me, I think the, the symbiote side is a bit too, but that's just me. And and that's okay for me to feel that way. Just like, it's okay for everyone to disagree with me and say, no, there's not enough. <laughs> so no biggie. This is why we can all get along. This is why we do the show is to encourage this type of conversation. And besides the three of us like to hear each other, talk to each other. I get the feeling that we might get some response for this one though. I was surprised. We did not get much response from Thursday's four Oh four. I am too. But then again, I haven't checked iTunes either. So What is i have the review say what the go foxtrot <laughs> <laughs> well there's definitely the Whis- whiskey tingle foxtrot moment of two of 2023 in marvel Yeah. <laughs>
2: dude.
1: um as i'm checking is there about oh, it actually i'm curious to see how popular it was uh it's number two in popularity really among, it's among our stuff actually no it's a little lower than okay uh uh where, where is it set? So? Uh, one, two, four, six, seven. Of the current, <laughs> out the current catalog that's on on the on the old iTunes. Ah, okay, so checking most recent. Oh well, we haven't had a we haven't had a review since uh, August tenth of twenty twenty, and it's a five star review. Well, okay, oh, yeah. from after dinner did they say anything after dinner conversation? These people, these are people who know their stuff, super fans for sure, and entertaining at the same time. Enjoy the show. Wait, uh-huh. do they have the right show? <laughs> My people have a saying. Don't overthink it. <laughs> okay. Helped. There you go. So, um Yeah, I'm gonna get back to the story. Uh next up, a little gaming news. Marvel okay. Snap. Kylan, we may have to try this out. And <laughs> Eric has finally gotten onto Snap, which was trying to resist. Um, have to go after get Eric involved, and we may have to reach out to Ryan play against him. Marvel Snap introduces battle mode as a new feature in the game. Okay. Battle Battle mode, mode, huh? Battle against your friends with this highly competitive friend versus friend play with more features launching soon. The most anticipated update to Marvel Snap is finally here. Battle mode uh as of the 31st of january battle mode is available uh where it allow friends family and co workers to find out once and for all just who is the ultimate marvel snap player first version of this highly competitive game mode will allow players to battle it out for the ultimate marvel snap glory with additional friendly competitive features launching in coming months oh cool which means we could eventually do mighty marvel geek tourneys every now and then. oh that's true so, uh, Battle Mode is a highly social and even more engaging way of playing the game designed to bring out everyone's competitive nature. By sharing their battle code with friends or other players, players can enter one-on-one games. In Battle Mode, opponents face off in multi and multiple back-to-back games using the same decks each game. Each player starts with 10 health. And after each game, the winner deals damage to the loser. Damage starts at 1 and doubles by snap. Once a player loses all of their health, that player loses the battle. There is no round limit in Battle Mode. Our mode will be updated with even more competitive features, and opportunities, and comings. Mm. We can we could turn around, bring back to life a little bit the mighty Marvel Geeks Facebook page and mm. run the tournament off the Facebook. Page. That's true. This could be this could be fun. This could be a lot of fun. That could be. And we and, and both competitors we would have to, you know, say it's Kylon and I up against each other. I, I think one of the things we need to verify winner loser of. Oh. Of a battle is both sides take a screenshot of their phone and put it in the same post, so we know yes, it's confirmed. Kylan beat Mike. As Mike <laughs> shows, he got beat. Kylan shows he beat Mike. <laughs> Just a simple rule like that. I, I right. I think it'd be great that this could add some more fun. And, and who knows? You know, maybe this could lead to us doing for the winner maybe a pop mini funko keychain. Ooh, as the prize. Oh, so it could be a keychain or a bag. Dangle, whatever. Yeah, so it's something we could come, we could think of. It just may do. Yeah, there you go. So yeah, this, um, if you guys up. like this idea, sorry, Eric. If you guys okay. like this idea, hit us up on Mighty Marvel on Marvel Geeks on Twitter and let us know your thoughts or email us at mightymarvelgeeks at gmail.com.
2: Uh, if anybody needs any incentive, as of today, I made a diamond level. So.
1: Just out. saying. I haven't gotten that far. Just saying. I, now I gotta check, see where I'm at. I am at like, Uh change that. Oh, I'm still at level 13. <laughs> yeah, I got a ways to go. I got a ways to go. Uh,
0: just just a quick side note. Um I don't know if you guys were aware of this or not already. But uh you remember Marvel's Avengers? The game that we were all so hyped up for and looking forward to—that uh, that launched with like around a thousand bugs. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and was
1: like a well, flop on rival. I was involved in, in the beta testing, and mm. I think I criticized how bad the beta test was. Yeah, um,
0: those servers are going to be permanently shut down this coming September. The announcement what? was made yes but yet basically yeah after after about 3 years the game is is going
1: where games go to die the bargain bin at GameStop but yet DC Universe Online just celebrated its 12th anniversary i know <laughs> i mean hello marvel i mean even though there's still not a, right now there's not a lot of activity on DC DCUO, hello Marvel. We've been talking. That's kind of where we want to go. I mean, Mm -hmm. Champions is still around. Mm -hmm. I used to play DCUO. I did too. Hey, my character, my the character I play is still Marvel inspired. As Agent Tanaga. Okay. I had, um, I had the Crimson Chimichanga. My other character is Toxic Snot, but I haven't done much with Toxie in a while. Yeah, and let's see. I think there was also
0: uh, Professor Ragequit.
1: And until, until I brought in Agent Tanaga, I had one called the Crybaby. He was. And it's based on the, the the wrestling character of the husband from the show Nikki. I'll just nod and pretend I know what you're talking about. Uh, there was a sitcom on Fox decades. I remember that. Nikki, yeah. And uh, her husband was that is, with Nikki Cox. Yes, and yeah. her husband is a up and coming wrestler. And he go and he came up with this character called the Crybaby. So I did <laughs> I did the crybaby and he wore pink shorts, a leather jacket with pink and white flames, the <laughs> knee high socks and patent lo- patent leather loafers. Yeah. And sunglasses. Yeah. And bulked bulked up like the Hulk.
0: Yeah. I this is I this is the the idea that have, I've just had difficulties with for years where it comes to <laughs> model gaming. With DC Universe Online, you got to create your own character, uh-huh. your own character, your your own mm-hmm. look character, your own power set, so on and so forth. Yes. To me, that is the biggest draw of any kind of open world sandbox game, being able to create your own. Now, granted, there is a degree of self-insertion in that when you do it. But, you know, that, that's going to happen. There's nothing wrong with that unless you're writing for a cartoon show. But anyway, um, this is something that Marvel never seems to twig onto.
1: Mm-mm. It right. is
0: – every Marvel game that comes out, you play as your favorite heroes. Well, that's great up until the fact that you really can't customize. And that, no, that I, may be just me thing.
1: Closest you get to customizing your favorite hero is your limited selection that you get in Marvel Future Revolution on your mobile device. And you customize your Captain America, your Star-Lord, depending on what costume pieces you get or buy. And you can mix and match your costume. Or keep it all the traditional, this is the the one theme of this particular costume, this is the costume.
0: Well, and to a degree, you can also do that in the Marvel Lego
1: games. Yes. Yes. Right, but you're still, you get the idea, right? Yeah. One of the cool things right. about DC, DC Universe Online was, as you said, you get to make your own character, your own mm-hmm. hero, and you're fighting alongside Batman, Super, Wonder Woman, Legion of Superheroes, mm-hmm. the Justice League, Justice Society, whoever. Or if you're a villain, because you could go the villain route. Yes. You know, so many other villain organizations could be a part of. Um, it, it's I wish that was something that Marvel had done. And I think, I, that's yeah, the I one, mean, I think that's the one thing Marvel fans are wanting, and I, I say I mean, that with three Marvel fans right here saying that's what we would like. We, I but absolutely would. I mean,
2: I mean, I think back to how enjoyable Ultimate Alliance was. Okay, so that's, I, I, I thoroughly there was only one thing that could have. Made Ultimate Alliance even better than it already was, and that was the ability to create your own character. It's sort of like one of the things that you, one of the things I love about
1: RPGs. It's mm-hmm. Ultimate Alliance is the Diablo style.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. And so you know, you had you were able to put together no teams and based on what teams you put together you get certain buffs and that sort of thing and you would unlock costumes and that sort of thing and that that part was awesome i love that but yeah i would love to have been able to create my own character um and as and as much as i love I, I, because, I mean, I'm, obviously I'm here for a reason. I love the Marvel Universe. I love the games. I love the comics. I love all that stuff. But Marvel has yet to do, take, to take the RPG, the, the pen and paper, the pencil and paper RPG tabletop experience and translate, translate it to either a console or a screen. Right or, or you know or a lap or a laptop you know they, they they haven't been able
0: to do that with the release of the multiverse pen and paper role playing game, mm-hmm. you could translate that to a video game easily you could and you like you get the casual console gamers with it that says okay well I'm enjoying this game let's let's check out the game it's based on mm-hmm. and vice versa. I think that could work fairly well because role-playing games are pretty popular right now, except for Dungeons and Dragons with that whole OGL fiasco.
1: Well, right. Didn't you all hear about the new the new Dungeons and Dragons system that's coming out? Dungeons, Dragons, Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives.
0: Oh my gosh. Guy Fieri is going to be behind this somewhere, I know. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, I mean I have I play these games. I have three main characters that I play. And one of them is a superhero. And yes, he is very heavily influenced off of Marvel and the the MCU and also the 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 comic book universe. Mm-hmm. Um and yes, I do I have to do this play by post because well there are people um, the gaming group is from like all over the country and outside, so obviously there's no way we could all get together at the table, right? right? And this is this has been my thing for like the past you know ten fifteen years. That there's not really any gamer groups in my area, and if there would, I wouldn't necessarily have t- consistent time at the same time each week. So right play doing play by post it's a completely different field now it's yes you're playing the game but it's more a group writing exercise than it is anything else right so when i do my post for for this character you you bet your bippy that i'm dropping some mcu references like i can do this all day or or just pick something you know just any of it language yeah exactly so, and uh, that's yeah that well, that's my games that's my gaming
1: soapbox for for the week mm-hmm. um fans are theorizing something's coming to Disneyland we know that uh Disney Live Entertainment is looking for musical theater performers for a Broadway caliber theatrical production to be hosted at the Hyperion theater at uh, I believe this is at California Adventure. Now, Hunter Bell is working with Disney Live Entertainment on whatever this could be. Other uh, sources have speculated it could be Hercules. But when you look at where the theater is located, humblings are now going. Could we get Rogers the Musical? <laughs> I think you probably are. Because the theater is very close to Adventure Campus. Yeah. And with the outcry... Of Rogers' the musical to actually happen after its brief appearance in Hawkeye. Um, the park would be a great place to put it where you could do two, do two, three numbers and do a 30 minute show, 30 35 minute show. In
2: I would be all as long as I got to hear Save the City live, I'm
1: good. <laughs> yeah. So, um, what what do you guys think if this ends up coming to the parks or, or at least coming to the Lin Manuel Miranda has to write it. That's
2: why I think. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, I kind of agree. Or have someone from the Marvel staff write it, because the Guardian show, while entertaining as it was, it was written by Disney writers, not Marvel writers, and they kind of fell a little flat, though. Probably should. Probably should be Marvel. Marvel writers. Speaking of writers, Scott Lang. Announces a new memoir coming out this fall. Oh. Um, you two could get this book, his memoir, Look Out for the Little Guy, as seen on the big screen in Ant Man and the Waps. Quantum Mania, brother. I mean Quantum Mania. <laughs> yeah. Um Apparently they are actually releasing this book uh, in close association with Marvel studios and the filmmakers Hyperion of Avenue is bringing the book seen in the movie to real life with Scott Lang's bracingly honest account of his struggles and triumphs, including the official account of what really happened between the Avengers and Thanos. You know what? I will read it <laughs> in a statement. Scott Lane explained, Once upon a time, I was just a guy living a normal life who committed a crime for the greater good. Unfortunately, went away for a couple of years, got out and became a superhero. Joined the Avengers, went down to the quantum realm, and came back and saved the universe. You know, typical dad stuff. Dive into the pages of my new book, Look Out for the Little Guy. Read all about what it's like to be the little guy, and sometimes the very, very big guy, overcoming all the odds to help defeat Thanos. Shop, look out, For the little guy, wherever books are sold, and to my two favorite partners, Hope and Cassie, this one's for you. (laughs) The book will feature over 20 short pieces exploring different aspects of Scott's experiences as Atman, man as a dad, as an Avenger, as an everyman looking back on some incredible life moments. Together, they capture the heart, humor, and humility that have made Scott Lang a beloved character among fans. The book is available for pre-order now with an on-sale date of September 5th, 2023. The hardcover book will retail for about $26.90. And there's a review. It, um Introduces the man behind the hero and the hero I call a friend, Bruce Banner, fellow Avenger. <laughs> yes. You know what? I want this book.
2: I, I want that. You know what? Scott, Scott needs
1: some love. I, I'm just saying. No... And on marvel.com, where the story came from, there is a video of Paul Rudd presenting Scott Lang's new memoir.
2: I gotta go and watch it.
1: I'm hoping if there's an audiobook of this, it's Paul Rudd doing the narration. It has to be. It has to be. You can't You can't do anyone else. No. So, uh, moving right along, Hulu renews Marvel show but removes Marvel branding. You're wondering, what show is this happening with? Uh, the mm-hmm. Hollywood Reporter com- confirmed that Hitmonkey will be getting a season two. However, the animated program will no longer carry the Marvel branding that it wore in the first salvo of episodes.
2: Yeah. Uh, you know what? That I heard that news today and it blew my mind.
1: It's probably likely that Marvel wanted to make sure everything was consistent with their brand before setting sail on season two but it still doesn't make sense why no branding. Um, Continue on with this. Uh, You know, back in 2021, the animation side of the company with Hulu, quite, quite a bit different. Death Lobe, greenlit four series, including Hitmonkey, M.O.D.O.K., Howard the Duck, and Tiger and Dazzler. Everyone was excited about all this. I thought, I thought Tiger and Dazzler was going to be great too, because we're going to finally see two characters who haven't been made into MCU yet be part of the MCU since these shows, well, I don't think these shows are officially MCU. MODOK definitely is not. Yeah. Um, but it would have been great to see these stories. In the end, only Hitmonkey and MODOK, played by Patton Oswalt, made it to the small screen. While Marvel TV no longer exists in its former iteration, Feige and Marvel Studios are working to get some continuity between TV shows and music- movies over on Disney+. Plus. But it's nice to see Hulu adult animation bands still getting some love. It's been a weird few years for Marvel TV as the Defenderverse seemingly on its way to the big leagues. Charlie Cox's Daredevil getting a solo show on Disney Plus. Uh, viewers that loved The Punisher and Ghost Rider also would like to see these characters get called up at some point as well. I thought I just read something about Punisher somewhere getting a call up and it too not having the Marvel moniker on. Maybe it was Well like a totally I know there bit. i I
2: read something yesterday about John Bernthal's current show getting canceled yeah. Is something about there possibly being rumors or rumblings that he may be reprising his role as Punisher but he of, of course you know they never you know they, it, it, he was super evasive about it so I don't know
1: right well, of course he's he's doing it as Eric got to see firsthand. He's doing a full, full day Filoni, <laughs> and, and Eric knows exactly what I'm talking. about. I know what you're talking about. That that press conference was fun. Yes, and and of course we've all heard about the day Filoni or what's what's known as the Filoni. You know, when it comes to dodging questions, but to see it in full effect was amazing. Oh, oh yes, to witness it in person, and and when like when I asked my question, and it wasn't even directed at Filoni, and they had to turn and look at Filoni's like, are we allowed to talk about this? (laughs) (laughs) Was quite entertaining as well.
0: For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, uh, Mike and I got got invited to uh, Star Wars Celebration 2017 uh, down in Orlando. And uh, we got to broadcast... Live from the broadcast stage, there. Uh, To our knowledge, we were the first Marvel podcast to do so. So,
1: and then we also got invited to go see uh, the premiere or to see a private screening of the first episode or first two episodes of uh, season four of Rebels. I
0: cannot remember.
2: I can't answer because I wasn't there.
1: Maybe next time.
2: Not that I didn't want to be, but I oh, did because I won.
1: totally did. But you know, we almost called you. I think we did try to you call you. You <laughs> should have called. called. Well, we'll we'll figure out how to make a minor Marvel geeks meetup happen somewhere. I got one more story. So uh, possibly our last story of the night. Um, this one's gonna probably stir up another soapbox. <laughs> Seth Rogen doesn't enjoy Marvel movies says they're geared towards kids filmmaker and, and actor seth rogan is the latest in hollywood to admit that marvel movies aren't particularly interesting to him well you know what seth rogan as much as i love the green hornet <laughs> the green hornet wasn't that interesting to me you know no. seth rogan
0: is entitled to his own opinion. Yes. He's made uh-huh. some
1: great films.
0: We, in turn, are entitled to our opinion of his opinion.
1: Yeah.
0: And and I'm like, I have made it on God's green earth nearly 54 years now without worrying about Seth Rogen's opinion. Yeah.
1: And I'm certainly not about to start. Oh. Rogan's been helping bring to life comic adaptations like the boys and preacher
0: great shows. Well, there's your answer. There's your reasoning right there. If you think the boys is a good TV show, a good superhero show, then you're not going to like the Marvel ones because you know, captain America is not Homelander.
2: Oh no, he's not. No. And that's not a bad thing.
1: Uh, Actually I, I I thought Soldier Boy was closer to Captain America than Homelander. Yeah. Well yeah, technically it was. But I enjoyed The Boys. I enjoyed Preacher. I enjoyed Preacher. I like Marvel films. I like DC films that they're done well. IE <laughs> Tim Burton's Batman and Batman Begins. I don't I I'm not
0: saying that Homelander's and Preacher, or excuse me, The Boys and Preacher suck. I'm just exactly. saying that's the kind of superhero thing that you like, and clearly he does. Right. Otherwise he wouldn't be working on it. Right. But you would think. Then yes, you're going to think Marvel stuff is for kids. Yeah. You, I, I
2: think I think that he's trying to... Uh, I think he's trying to get or, or trying to create a beef where there is no beef. Because... Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yeah. yeah. Well, because you're talking about two completely different audiences. Anyway, uh, I'm sorry. I don't think that you could just bring in, I don't know, a f- a five year old, an eight year old, plop them down in the seat, and have them enjoy Endgame and Infinity War and Endgame. You know they are not going to and there's a lot there's a lot of su- subtlety that's happening within those movies yeah okay if you want to sit down and you're looking for punchy punchy kicky kicky and explosions it's there you could do that and, and and have a good time but there's a lot that goes on there there's a lot of character development that if all you see is punchy punchy kicky kicky You're gonna miss. You're gonna miss that, and because you miss it, doesn't mean it's not there.
1: Right? You know. Um, Well, here's some here's some quotes from from Mr. Rogan. I I can't call him Seth. It's Mr. Rogan. I think Kevin Feige is a brilliant guy, and I think a lot of filmmakers he's hired to make these movies are great filmmakers. But as someone who doesn't have children, it's all kind of geared towards kids, you know? This is where I'm going to break from the quote. I want Seth Rogen to tell me he's a Star Wars fan, and then go back and tell me with a straight face that Marvel is geared towards kids. Because I how, don't have kids. Star Wars was geared toward kids.
0: And you know what? My te- main takeaway from that quote Thank God that Seth Rogen has not reproduced. <laughs> well, there's
1: I mean, that too.
2: I mean, I don't have kids, and ever since Iron Man, I, me and my wife have been to every opening night without fail. You know, so I, I, as for me and my
1: house. What he's saying is a bunch of hooey. That's all I got to say about that. Uh, He continues on. There are times where I'll forget. I'll watch one of these things as an adult with no kids and be like, oh, this isn't just, this is just not for me. Cool. That's fine. Again, tell me you're a Star Wars fan as well without telling me that Star Wars is not geared towards kids. Because as far as I'm concerned, Marvel, yes, it may be geared towards kids, but it's also geared towards kids at heart. Yeah. So now Rogan himself being a big comic book fan made the distinction that there are various types of comics and therefore various types of comic inspired stories and how Marvel is to thank for the boys existing. Uh, he continues on with a quote. I just, I think just as naturally to us as the boys fell into the comic book store landscape as a comic, we thought we would fall well into the media landscape as a TV show. And I agree. I thoroughly agree. I love the show. I love the comic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but truthfully, without Marvel, the boys wouldn't exist or be interesting. I'm aware of that. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the man has some smarts. He hasn't fried <laughs> them all. Uh, I think if it was only Marvel, it would be bad. But I think it isn't. Clearly. An example I'm always quoting is, there's a point in history where a bunch of filmmakers would have been sitting around being like, do you you think we'll ever make a movie that's not a Western again? Everything's a Western. Western, Westerns dominate the movies. If it doesn't have a hat and a gun and a carriage, people aren't going to see it anymore. And it's true. There was a time where Westerns ruled the theaters. Mm -hmm. Just like there was a time war movies ruled the theaters. Right. It's cyclic. Right now, hello, as we say over on We Be Geeks, welcome to the Geek Revolution. The Geek Revolution, you're going to get Westerns, you're going to get superhero films, you're going to get sp- space operas, you're going to get sci-fi, you're going to get it all, because that's what the geeks want. Right. Well, also, I mean, I will...
0: I, I'll cut him a little slack, because, yes, the superhero genre has gotten pretty saturated it has saturated the the box office pretty well so yes you'll just need to wait until the next big fad hits the box office could be movies in the jungle it could
1: be animated it could be murder mysteries it could be adam sandler Murder mystery slash true crime is slowly making a return. Look at The Knives Out and Knives Out Glass Onion, mm-hmm. Death on mean- the or you know Murder on the Orient Express, Death on the Nile. It's all coming back. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. Nothing wrong with that. It, I think right now we are experiencing a renaissance. And guys, y'all might want to have nine one one on standby to to have me committed mm-hmm. because I, I may be having one of those Will Ferrell moments. For oh, no. school with the debate. Oh, I think right now we are having a renaissance when it comes to movies and TV shows, where everything has a place and there are people to watch. There, there are enough fans out there to keep every genre that's popping out profitable.
2: And I, I would say you're right. My, my, okay, here's my art. Here's my question. I'll throw, I'll throw this down right now. What superhero movie is in the theaters right now.
1: I don't think there is.
2: One. There there isn't. The last superhero movie that came out was okay, so you had so you had Black Panther and that was in November. Uh Black Adam. Now, the Black Ad, Black Adam was October though, right? Wasn't it was in Black Adam before Black Panther? So all right, and
1: then so then you went all of I'm checking, December. I'm checking Flickster right now to see. Uh apparently Wakanda Forever is still yeah, it's top off. checking to see what is still
2: now. Yeah, Wakanda Forever may still be in theaters, and that's true, but that's you know, that's because it's a popular movie and it's got legs. But it's not like we have we honestly don't have a different superhero movie coming out every other week. What we have are well-made superhero movies that have longevity. Isn't that what we've wanted? Because for a while, for, for a little while, we were getting movies that, you know, you give it a month and that movie is out
1: it's gone from the theater. You know? Right. But, but, let, we, we, but let's go... Let's travel back in time mm-hmm. in a time machine created by H.G. Wells. Uh, okay. I, I, I'm telling you guys, you're going to have 911 on standby. <laughs> um, Star Wars in 77 stayed in the theaters for over a year. Mm-hmm. You
0: know what else?
1: Rangers of the Lost Ark did, too. Yeah. I am trying to find, what there's a way of seeing what is it's currently in the popular in, so I guess it's going to be what's in. um Avatar doesn't count. Wakanda Forever still maybe. Checking to see, checking out to see if it still lists for me. No local theater. It is it is not. So Wakanda Forever does not count. Emma uh, is not super. Uh, I don't. I don't think there's anything out in the next one due up. I have. DC. I have a theater. I have
2: Wakanda forever still in a couple of theaters around me.
1: Okay. So it's still out there, even though people are still paying for it, even though you could get it cheaper on Disney plus as of February. first. Yes. But the next one, the the next superhero film due to come out is Ant-Man and Wasp. Mm -hmm. Because when Shazam's the next Shazam film coming out March, that got pushed. They get pushed again. I thought I got pushed. What is it? Is it going to be? I don't know when that is. February 17th is Ant-Man and Wasp. Quantum. Mm
2: -hmm. Uh,
1: Shazam. March 17th. Okay. Shazam. Fury of the gods. Now I'm interested in seeing fury of the gods. Don't get me wrong. I like, I like what they did with the first film. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: It's one of the few DC films. DC got right. Yeah. And I hope they don't do with Fury of the Gods like they did with Wonder Woman and get it right the first film and then totally drop the ball in the second film. Mm -hmm. From what I've seen in the trailers, right now, it's not the case. I just hope it continues to still not be the case. Right. Now, um, opening February 10th, does this count as a superhero film, Kylan? What? What? I know he's a superhero oh, for you. No,
2: no, no, no. That's not a superhero. I know what you're about to say. That is not a superhero film in the least. No, no. Mm-mm.
1: Mm-mm. <laughs> Enough said. <laughs> Mm-mm. I know what you're going to say. No. Mm-mm. So, um, yeah, Seth Rogen. Well, I re- I respect his body of work. He's done some great films. I mean, he, he's done a Kevin Smith film. I love Kevin Smith. I'm not going to name that film here because I want to keep it family friendly. Even though the film is kind of family friendly, it's a fun film, but title just may not be appropriate for younger ears right now. <laughs> I'll just say Zack and Marnie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Great yeah. film. It's a fun film. Right. Um, He's had other films that have been great. Now, his attempt at a superhero film with Green Hornet, fell flat. I mean, it was entertaining. Right. I had, I found it intriguing, but I think he missed the ball on what the Green Hornet is, the essence of the Green Hornet. Right. Right. I love what he's doing with the boys. I loved what he did with Preacher. hmm Cool. But you know, win some, lose some. It's okay. That's what makes you grow.
0: You know, how many millions has the MCU made? Uh, uh, it's just, uh, how many billions? Yeah, I think billions <laughs> is probably billions better. Is better you know, he wants to, he wants to talk smack. I mean, he's got the right
1: to his opinion. I don't think most people care. No. I, do Not, I no. care about his opinion? No. I mean, did we care enough to make it a talking point? Yeah, because I thought it'd be entertaining. It's content. It's content for us, but is it's entertaining as well, because we all, all three of us have the same opinion, essentially, but we, but our opinion, but how we got to that opinion is totally different routes. And that's what makes it fun and entertaining. Mm-hmm. And, and, and we've said, Rogan's got the right to to feel that way. And and he's entitled to, to feel that way. Well, I won't say entitled. It goes back to, he has the right to feel that way. But then again, we have the right and the freedom to debate him and feel the opposite. And we're not, we're not coming out being high and mighty and going, he's wrong whatever there might have been some of that harshness when i said don't tell me you're a star wars fan and s- still turn around and say marvel is only for kids Is geared towards kids but there's some reality to that star wars was geared towards kids it always was always was but yet i'm still a major fan such a major fan that i got to submit my own star wars legacy in many many ways there you go because star wars has meant so much i love superhero films For the longest time, you couldn't tell me that there wasn't anything better than the Tim Burton Batmans, the two he did. The only reason why I like Batman Forever is because Jim Carrey actually did a decent job as Riddler. Yes. Even though the movie was not the greatest. No, we don't talk about Batman. (laughs) Nipple suits. um, (laughs) But... The, to me, the Nolan versus Batmans, they were okay. But they weren't Keaton. Superman, Cable was okay. He wasn't Christopher Reeves. And yes, Christopher Reeves had a had one or two, well, why did you, Superman films, such as Superman 4, The Quest for Peace, without uh, my canon mm, films. Mm. Why? I mean, Superman 3 was tolerable with Richard Pryor. Yeah. But I think that was more for Richard Pryor than it was to... Yeah, it was the Richard a, Pryor vehicle. It was a vehicle for Richard Pryor, yeah. And not Superman, because he, he was coming off being clean and sober, you know, becoming clean and sober and showing all that realm. Right. Um, but at that point in time, what previous superhero films did we have before Batman and Superman? That was it. Marvel didn't really have anything in the theaters until the, <laughs> the mid to late eighties with Howard the duck. And that was a comic book film, but not necessarily what people considered a superhero. Film. Right. Then you had teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which jumped quick based on how popular that, com- you know, you want to talk about a series that jumped from the shelves to the big screen very quick. Yeah. TMNT. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I enjoyed that first movie immensely
0: Uh yes i for being a movie filmed before the rise of computer generated imagery before animation yeah i
1: mean this was they were puppets see i i even like the third one where they went back in time i did not watch that one I thought no. that one I thought that, that one stuff. was was done well cuz it it kind of carried one of the the story arcs from the comic and gave a a hollywood version of that story arc. I thought it was great. The second one I could have done without. That one was let's see how many pop culture references for the time can we grow in.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. So, um or I go any further I am going to have to stop myself and go any final thoughts? Um
0: no. <laughs> No my, I, my final thought is not a Marvel thought, it is a DC thought. It is uh, if if you ever get a chance to pick this up, Batman and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles especially heard that's good. Volume, that could be interesting. It it was very, very, very good. The the scene there's a there's a panel in which Michelangelo is writing Batman's mechanical dinosaur and claiming that to be the best day of his life.
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh! I love the comics. Comics are great. Yeah,
0: I could imagine.
2: I could imagine Batman was not. (laughs) He was not there. Oh well. Okay, that's good. (laughs) Upset.
1: Highland, final thoughts?
2: Ah, I um. No, I'm, I'm. I'm thought it out right now.
1: Uh, I'm going to leave with this little tidbit of wisdom. Remember, Apple Day will keep anyone away if thrown hard enough. (laughs) Thursday, if you would, please.
0: All wrapped up here, sir. Will there be anything else?
1: Nope, it's time to go dark.